RX Radio. You're listening to your number one station, RX Radio, playing you so much great music. Hi, I'm Fatboy, and you're listening to the Fatboy Show. Well, today's Fatboy Show is very, very super special. Well, not just because you are once again tuning into the Fatboy Show, which always makes the Fatboy Show special, but today's kind of extra special because guess what? We are joined by none other than the one and only Alan Tonics. Hey, Alan, what's up? What's happening, bro? So happy to be here. Yeah, good to see you. You've grown taller. What have you been eating? I've been, I mean, I've, I've been told. You're not the first one to tell me that I've grown taller. But you know, like in lockdown, man, people had nothing to do but to eat, eat, and eat. <laughs> so <laughs> you eat, eat, and eat. And this time, mm-hmm. we weren't, you know, going to the restaurants and stuff. So mm-hmm. we were we were forced to eat very healthy, which is good. You know, you end up eating uh-huh. your, your show. That's right. And your, and your eggs and your... <laughs> well, also, you spent a lot of time working on your music, right? True. Uh, and uh, we're going to be getting into that as uh, we have this conversation with uh, Alan Tonics. Uh, he was born Alan Ampere. Uh, that's his actual name on the ID, on the national ID. Okay? The government name. The government name. So police, please, if you're looking to arrest him, <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy to look out for. <laughs> oh but anyway... He is, of course, a singer, songwriter, guitarist, and record producer. He's put out such hit songs like Sikuleka uh, uh, and My Miss, Tugende, Tuchekole, Mulamwa, Swagamita, and uh, also done collabs with artists like uh, Roberto. The list goes on. He has won and been nominated for several awards, by the way. For example, he won the Palm Awards uh, for R&B Song of the Year in 2008. He has also won the Hip People uh, Music Awards for Best Afro Pop Song in 2019. He won the Club Music Awards Best Costume and Design in 2013. He also won the Sound City Music Video Awards. Uh, this one was in Nigeria, by the way. Uh, he won for Best Pop Video in Africa, among many others. This is a man with many accomplishments under his belt. So, yeah, it's a pleasure to have you, Alan. Thank you, Bob having me fun boy as always okay so um you know the country has just been reopened uh essentially the curfew has been lifted and the bars and the clubs can now fully operate as a musician Mm. um how have the last two years been for you without the opportunity to get out there meet the fans perform and hold shows has it been difficult well i think first of all um as artists there's been the shift i think also came from the side of the fans Mm -hmm. Um, because there was no Chibala, Chidula, mm-hmm. um, fans were forced to consume music in a different way. Mm-hmm. Not in the moment of when you're in the club and it's booming and it's like, hey, hype, hype. Yeah, Chidula. yeah, yeah. So now fans were forced to start really listening to the music. Right. And getting a bit more critical than they once were. Mm-hmm. And the quality and, <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> yeah. who, who is good, what good music actually is. And I think that has uh, given rise um, to uh, a whole new appreciation of, of, mm. of good quality music. So on the side of the artists, it's a challenge, but it's also good. Mm-hmm. Because also, as you've seen, we've had music has become borderless. Borderless. What uh, do you mean by borderless? Um, the consumption of music has sort of come to a... A, a crossroads, should I say? Like uh, you have people listening to you from other parts of the world. Thank you, so much more. Um, the, the African sound, Af- African music is being amalgamated so much that where it's a bit more challenging. But also for creatives, it's an opportunity because you can express yourself more. The fans are having an open mind. That's right. Than they have before. So I think that's good. Okay, uh, but what about like on the survival side, uh, not being able mm. to perform? 
uh, put uh, many artists in a difficult position because, you know, not many uh, Ugandan audiences or African uh, audiences spend money buying music. True. Uh, and so a lot of the income for an artist will come from the performances, right? True. Uh, so without the ability to freely do that for the last uh, two years almost, it must have been challenging. Quite quite challenging so uh, th- th- I don't know how how did you guys survive did you g- g- start a, a I don't know a chi- <laughs> chicken farm or something <laughs> did, did you go back to the village and dig what did you do oh. what did you do for the last two years Yo, to survive I'm just trying to think back and remember how I survived and <laughs> <laughs> no I mean it was hmm? when push comes to show when mm. going get stuff the stuff gets going uh, I mean different people did, did different projects um we had a couple of people who did um, online shows. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, some were sponsored. Mm-hmm. Most were sponsored because, of course, there's no. We haven't had a mechanism where you can actually directly mm-hmm. have fans pay for a concert online. Yes, it's still tricky. So a lot of them were sponsored, and um, also it was good for people who can do live music. Uh huh. They had an edge, I believe. Why? For those that can only do. Because you know when you're when it comes to online at a distance, ah. people are, people are like like I said earlier, the hype of being on stage and da 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 da, da is now different. Yes, yes, people yes. At home, <laughs> seated <laughs> or in the bed or in the living room, uh-huh. and so they pay more attention. So the the beauty, the beautiful music was ah. sort of now necessary. So, so if you could do your songs live, uh-huh. you could give them something different. You're right. It's a, it's one thing to listen to a, a song in a bar when you're drunk and people are shouting and reveling. In fact, uh, that, this is why some people make the joke that uh, you know most Ugandan music is listened to when people are drunk. Because <laughs> <laughs> Ugandan music is hype music. Now, uh, not many artists have paid attention to the craft of the music True. or learning instruments. And so now that, as you say, you know people are listening to music now uh, with greater focus and in a, in a more calm and quiet, isolated environment, they were now paying attention to what you're saying, to, to what, you're actually, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, to the actual music and to the lyrics and to the instrumentation. So, uh, you, where would you fall in this? Because I know you, you, you can, you do very well in a live situation. True. Uh, and I think I did see one of the, I think it, it was, uh, you're on one of the shows that the breweries were sponsoring, right? True, true, true. Uh, we had that uh, club music at home. Club yes. music at home, something like that, yeah. And you did a, a you know, a live performance. Yeah, I did. I saw that said. and uh, you were singing and uh, I believe you were playing the guitar. True, true. Wow. Amazing. So I realized that was also a lesson. Some of the things that people might have never thought about. <laughs> if not for... Because now when they were selecting artists for that, they would put that into consideration. Yeah, like who can play? Who can play? Who can sing live? Uh-huh. Uh, because in the studio, studio work is a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's easy to sound awesome mm-hmm. in studio. So when it comes to live, especially in that situation where you might not have, like you said, mm-hmm. a concert vibe where you have so many props and... Yeah, uh, hype man, and whatever else comes with you know, just getting the vibe up, uh-huh. turned up. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's a bit different. Okay, so um, in this period of time, uh, I mentioned that you had been working on some new music. Is True. there anything you've been working on in particular that you can tell us about? Yeah, um, basically, of course, since there wasn't much else to do, uh, lockdown was an opportunity to sit back and 
give the craft and the art more time, mm-hmm. I think. Um, especially for those that have uh, home studios. Mm-hmm. It was a really good opportunity to do that. I personally did a lot of, I decided to compile an EP. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of collaborations but with various artists. I don't want to say, I'm not going to say any of their names because I want it to be a surprise. <laughs> but but um, uh, I wonder because you know you've worked with uh, some of the biggest names in in the region and beyond. True. So, uh, but you know the last couple of years, this is feedback I was getting from the fans that you know you you're not doing as much as many collabs as you once uh-huh. did at some point. Mm-hmm. And I actually, so when I backtracked, I realized okay, I've been having a lot of singles for quite a while now. Uh-huh. I think the last collab I had, uh, which is not recent but not too long ago, was the one with Fear. Right, for right. the song falling, mm-hmm. and maybe the one with Slick Stewart and Roger Sunday. But now I'm gonna have, I don't want to say anything, but it's a very interesting. I'll have some people from hip hop, all right. I'll have some of the top female artists in the country. I'll have so it's an interesting. I'm working with various producers, and also I had um, an opportunity to work with budding producers, producers who were not yet known mm-hmm. but are so good isn't that the best though because I mean there is a temptation sometimes to go for the producers that sort of command like you know like who are respected who have mm-hmm. already put out some hits but then uh, what ends up happening is that because they start producing for many of the big names sometimes a challenge in differentiating the songs right because one, one song he produces for one artist will sound like another song for the next artist and the next and the next. So you're, you're, you may struggle to stand out musically, right? Is that's, that That's true. That's a very good observation. Because I think also <laughs> as they become more known, they get more clients and then they have less time to give to each project or each client. And then you find a lot of time they have backlogs of work. Yeah. So they end up just getting this project and tweaking a little bit and then... Yeah, because of course the artist is on his case, like, hey, my track, is my track ready? What? And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, you come tomorrow. (laughs) And unfortunately, that, I don't want to mention names, but that catches up with you. Mm. Because, of course, soon people be like, you know what? He's unreliable. This is either he's that, or they say, man, this is the same beat, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's one producer who comes to mind, but uh, let's let's not we let's let's be nice today. All right, so you, you so you worked with these unknowns, right? Yeah, Guys who are and it's amazing, it's amazing because you know they give time because they're hungry. They're hungry. They're, they're hungry. hungry. They want to be the guy because first of all, by producing for someone like you, uh, it gives them the chance to make to shine, make, to, know, shine, to make a, a name. Job. Yeah. So yeah, so they'll give it their all. Exactly. And, uh, wow. So you worked with some of those fresh talents. Fresh talents. And now the fact that I was doing collaborations. So they even, I mean, you give them, an, and I mean, I like, that's like one of the things that costs you nothing that you can give back to the industry. Yeah. The fact that a producer like that, he says, oh, you know, I want to work with you. I really think if I do something awesome for you, you can put me on the map. And then uh-huh. you say, okay, I'm bringing you so-and-so to drop on the track. Wow. So that's like, wait, what? So now it's <laughs> two. So <laughs> I bet you use that uh, to squeeze them, eh? <laughs> On the, on the budget. Like, so, now there's two. I'm like, I told you. I told you. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, yeah. Wow. So this is great. So um, so we should expect to hear a lot of like fresh vibes, like a new sound. Totally. totally. Different from what we've been used to coming from you. Totally. I mean, of course, always like new sound has a start. Or, yeah. If I take you back slightly, when I did my song Romance, mm-hmm. uh, which was produced by Daddy Andre, at the time, he was introduced to me also as a new. 
Wow. A known producer. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and the person that actually brought him to me was trying to sell me a song. Okay. Which I think they had gotten from Andre and it was meant to be for a female artist or something. I told him, you know what? Uh, I'd rather go and do my own thing. Okay. So you went? So I went to this unknown producer. Wow. <laughs> and we dropped romance. As they say, the rest is history. <laughs> so I'm hoping that I could. I, I realize that yeah. this, you can actually give back to the industry in in a very big way if you just give opportunity. Wow! So I'm doing that with my EP. At the same time, I think I'm doing some amazing work for my fans, and of course, my recent uh, single is of that of that EP. Akahama. Akahama. Yes. And uh, you know it's uh, received a tremendous response on YouTube. I understand it's been out for just a couple of weeks, and already it has almost a hundred thousand views. True, true, true. On YouTube, that's phenomenal. That's amazing. Uh, and uh, Akahama means what? Akahama means secret. Secret. Yes, secret. So, what's the secret behind the song? Well, what what's what's going on here? Uh, this song uh, is a slightly, a slightly naughty song. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. It's a slightly naughty song. And um, of course, I've always had... Um, I'm one of the few artists that I think managed to do songs uh, in in Runyan Kore Ruchiga, Runyan Chitara mm-hmm. and make them mainstream. Um, at the time I did that, it was sort of a... It was a dare and a challenge because people don't normally do it. Even those people that might have roots that side tend to go the Luganda way yes safer Mm -hmm. if you want to make it mainstream so I'm glad I was able to you know pave that way Mm -hmm. and of course after a while now there was a little bit of pressure from the fans and feedback saying yo we want like you've abandoned us you know like you're not doing any more share songs so I said you know what let me drop something for you so I have like uh, at least two more Still in store. Okay. So this was the, though not on the album. On the album, this is the only uh, Rinya Kore song on. And um, I had an R&B version of it that was released. This is sort of a redo. Okay. An Afropop redo of it. Uh, the R&B version was so R&B. And we are not such an R&B. <laughs> <laughs> How should I say? Well, uh, yeah, a bit more. Mm. I mean, uh, start, the, the taste evolves. Right, you know, so you have to evolve with it. But it was such a beautiful song that I, I thought I couldn't just let it go, just mm-hmm. like that. So I hit up uh, Big Nash. Shout right. out to Big Nash, the producer. Um, do you know Big Nash? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I hollered at him and said, you know, we could we do this, put our heads together, and you know, come up with something fresh for this. Mm-hmm. And I think it came out quite nice. Well, so when is it dropping? When is uh, the entire project dropping? Right about now. It's uh, I mean, when I dropped the video, that was the official drop. And um, uh, it's now available on like all online platforms, whether you go to iTunes, Spotify, there's anything you can think of. Just type Akahama Alan Tonics and you'll be so, in business. Well, it used to be the case that uh, a lot of artists would uh, do, you know, launches, launch mm. events. Mm. Uh, is there going to be anything like that for this project? Because, you know, now that the, the, the country is open, mm. you can now perform for your fans. Uh, do, do you have any plans of doing anything like that? Well, I was debating debating that actually because um, ideally, um, some of the ways we've been doing things is um, the most important thing for a song mm-hmm. is um, is the rotation, right? The power play, mm-hmm. uh, because sometimes we've seen people, especially um, 
I've seen it with upcoming artists who, you know, put a budget and do a, like a cheap big grand launch of a song. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and then after they don't do the necessary follow-up promotion work and distribution, and mm-hmm. then after the launch, that's that- the last you you hear of the song. Vis-a-vis someone who might not do a big grand launch, but put in the work in distribution, promotion, groundwork and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was looking more on the side of groundwork but now that I've opened us yeah. I think it's a good idea to do something like that especially since I want to drop an EP yeah uh, and you know I think uh, your fans would probably love to meet you out there and uh, don't you miss that as an artist to be in a space with your fans and to sing for them and they're there and they're cheering you don't you miss that energy because I feel like it kind of feeds your creative instincts doesn't it as an artist yes 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 it does and because now you're sort of being cooped up in your room or your house. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, haven't you struggled to find motivation to do some of that music stuff? Because, I mean, come on, it's, uh, that energy uh, was stripped from you for two years. I mean, we had to, like, uh, I, I mean, in lockdown projects, I was really vibing with a lot of. Um, we'd get together. We yeah. find a way of getting together, <laughs> vibing uh-huh. as creatives. Yeah. It might not be with the fans, but you know, with a couple of producers and writers and some uh-huh. artists and, and get together and try to vibe off each other. And yeah, it's not the same, mm-hmm. but it still works. It, it still well, works. <laughs> so now that they've opened us, like you said, uh-huh. why not go for the real thing? All right. True. Well, um, so do you have like uh, you're you're definitely on social media? Maybe True. you can tell us about the handles that people can follow, that, or if well, you have a website where people can just sort of stay in touch with what you're mm. doing, and you know. So first of all, of course, um, you need to check out my YouTube channel where all the videos are, and that's where Akahama video also is, and uh, that's Alan Tonics, Alan Double L, Tonics I K S. A lot of people make a mistake of putting the X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's Tonics, IKS, Alan Tonics. And that's my handle on, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, Facebook is Alan Tonics Music. And Twitter is at Alan Tonics, uh, IG at Alan Tonics. Um, TikTok at Alan Tonics Official. Uh-huh. Snapchat. <laughs> wow, you're all over the place. <laughs> so it's Alan Tonics all the way, double L. And of course, for... Um, you make sure you look out for the for the verified mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram is verified, Facebook verified, uh, my Twitter is it verified? I think not yet, but it's the same handle and they're connected. Are you on Tinder too? But <laughs> <laughs> you can introduce me. I, I, you might have experience on me. <laughs> I mean, you're an artist. Uh, do you have female fans? Oh, yeah. uh, by the way, speaking of, uh, what's, what's your personal situation uh, for the ladies who might be interested to know what's going on? Uh, well, <laughs> lockdown was a very trying time for a lot of relationships. Because your colleague uh, told us on Twitter yesterday, hey guys, me and uh, baby mama, we're not uh, together anymore. I'm talking about Maurice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, so, so what's your situation? Give us an update. <laughs> well, I'm not married. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are you available? Are you taken? Are you not looking? Are you what's what's the what's the story? Well, I'm I'm seeing someone, so mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, wow. I, I always have this debate with we had this debate with some of my friends. Like, okay, um, <laughs> when someone is not married yet, it's still anybody's game, right? Because right. ideally, you're not recognized, not legally, not mm-hmm. in a religious sense, yeah, yeah, traditionally, yeah. not in any way. You you just you're really not existing. <laughs> yeah, you just you think about it. You're just doing your thing, but there's no no one recognizes it really. So like, mm-hmm. there's even no case to answer if someone takes your girl or takes your man. Right. It just, just uh, 
it ended and boom uh, it's like that, so it's, it's like you crazy. hit the refresh button yo all right but uh hey you've done well for yourself and i think Thank your you fans so are pleased and uh i think there's a lot of good things coming your way in 2022 don't you feel optimistic i'm so optimistic you know i mean first of all the contrast of it all yeah These last two years where there's silver linings to it True, true, true. Artists learned that, okay, maybe now they need to learn to diversify. Yeah. For example, Mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, earnings and business and stuff, artists learned to pay more attention to online earnings. Uh Uh-huh. You see, there was a lot of pressure uh, with uh, organizations like UPRS where the government even did overhauls. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. The pressure was so, so much. Mm -hmm. And um, things like copyright, the pressure was so much all because of, yeah, because of because now people realize. Oh wait, even the person that had never checked out, I don't know, his online or his iTunes earnings account <laughs> now had to go there. And check wait, is, there is there some command? <laughs> some command. <laughs> you know, now it became serious. Wow. And uh, yeah, I mean, I encourage especially um our fans in the diaspora to support. You know, on Spotify and wherever. You know, buy the music because some of the leading um industries in mm-hmm. Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the factors that they have very strong supportive I actually see my prediction uh, my forecast really for African music is where the next big thing waiting to happen because we're already like yeah because if you if you look at how many of the biggest international stars are seeking collaborations with African artists you know the Justin Bieber's of the world the Ed Sheeran's like all of a sudden they're appearing on African tracks you know like yo what's going on and it's because they can sense that this is where the energy is Mm. right and I believe it's like we are the only ones with still sound that's new, fresh and different. yes. Everywhere else they've been there, they've so we are like the the last, the only guys where you can still go and you find something new, something yes. you haven't heard before. Yes, and uh, it's amazing. So, like you said, you gotta be optimistic. Yeah, we better. Well, I want to thank you so much, Alan Tonics, for joining us on the Fat Boy Show today. It's been such an honor and such a pleasure. You know, uh, and I think people can appreciate that uh, you're actually quite a smart guy, too. Uh, your man uh, with the, there's a lot of brains behind that sweet voice <laughs> that confuses the ladies. Thank you for having me, Fat Boy. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, it's always, of course, it's, it's a pleasure when, you know, I realized I was going to be coming through because uh, you're one of the people that I think have. You know, seen the journey for quite a while, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw you from the beginning. <laughs> from the start. So, it's different. There's people that just, you know, just saw me yesterday. So, it's, a bit, it's always it's always good to, you know, when you're able to link up and interact and share some moments and some memories with people that have been... I yeah, know, right? Uh, and so, uh, and I do kind of feel personally invested in your success. Like, I'm, I've watched you start from nothing to become this big deal. And uh, I'm, I'm just happy to see how far you've come. Yeah, and you've played quite a big role, so I appreciate that. <laughs> and we shall continue to. In fact, in that spirit, in that same spirit, yeah. we're now going to hit you with uh, Akahama. So enjoy this uh, new song from uh, Tonics, Akahama, playing for you here on RX Radio. Tonics, it's been great hanging out. Uh, let's do this again. Most definitely. If you listen out there, keep it locked where you're on Rx Radio. Your boy Alan Tony say so. Yep. We gotta give it to him right now. Do it now. Go. Uganda's King of Radio unleashed and unplugged. Turn up now. The Fat Boy Show.